Hey, welcome in everybody. This is the South Lot Football Guys back at full strength now. Uh, as always, Evan, Adam, and uh, returning this week, Mr. Worldwide, Robbie Larson. Dale. <laughs> How we doing, guys? Oh, doing pretty good. Uh, I'm still a little recovering. Uh, you know, was was in uh, Europe for a little bit. Uh, you know, scouting out for this uh, England game coming up. You know, got the got the Tottenham field. So you know, I'm I'm all over this Viking Saints game coming up. You know, but uh, too many spoilers, maybe. No, no, no. You can. You, that's a good tease. Good tease. Good segue. Um, I don't. I don't want to bury the lead though, Robbie. Here, uh, maybe something with your uh, being abroad. But ten, five, and one. Yeah. In picks last week. Ooh, that, yeah, that was. Uh, you know, sometimes you you just need a new point of view, right? Yeah. Well, that was uh, carrying us last. Yeah, week, better better sure. than me and Adam did. But, like to uh, talk about the over unders yeah. last week. You you threw a lot of uh, volume at it. And uh, fucking another week <laughs> where the unders dominate. The unders, it's it's happening. I don't know. I this has got to be the week it goes over. Th- right? I noticed a lot of low lines this week, so we'll see. Um, I think there's a chance for for some overs here, but uh, yeah. Uh, as far as the lead pipe locks go, Robbie, not not as lucky there. Uh, last week you were uh, on Seahawks uh, minus one and a half against those Falcons. So I missed. Ooh, yeah. Um, not the, that, that was something that um, literally as the week was going on, I'm like, I do not like this. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I, I, I trusted this bad Seahawks too, too team. Too much corduroy. Just Gino. So uh, much. Too uh, much cord- Cordero. Cordero. Oh, what, a, what, a, what, a, what a guy, you know. That, talk about a running back with a late career surge. That Falcons team is uh... – they're gonna mess some eliminators up. That's a that's a better team than I think people realize. So they're uh, they're at least playing well right now. They uh, look good in their losses too. They have, yeah. They've been in every single game, and they've had a pretty tough schedule uh, to start. So uh, yeah, they had Saints at home, and then uh, lost to the Rams on the road, and then another West Coast trip. The Seahawks finally got the win, but uh, yeah, they've looked good. Uh, Mariota, nice resurgence. Uh, Adam Chargers minus seven. So I missed. Yeah. Yep. 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 We're not even gonna talk about it. Jags are gonna jag. I don't know. It's a it's a good team. Um, <laughs> could not have gone any worse. Yeah, that was uh, that was uh, that was a blowout. I didn't see that one coming. Um, and then uh, Lions. Uh, I had them plus six. Hey, all right. So. Uh, uh, almost, almost had, almost won that game. Probably should have won that game. Should have won that game. Uh, blew a ten point lead in the fourth with like twelve minutes to play. So, yeah, it's kind of a rough loss for for Dan Campbell, but uh, it was a good win for for the spread. That team knows how to cover. It's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah Bobby Bobby Lions three and all, picking the picking the Lions. Yeah. Uh, I wonder oh, where yeah. you're going this week. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm not super Spoiler. confident about this one. <laughs> I, yeah, this you know, week, but they got a lot of in- injuries after this past week. But we have uh, we have our each have our like darling teams. Like uh, you, you're definitely the Lions. I've always been like on the Jags for some reason. It started off with Minshew, and now it's just continued. <laughs> um, Adam, you're just, you've always been a Cowboys stand. Three and zero this year, betting the Cowboys. Yeah. So. So yeah, we've we've got our teams that we that we know that we probably shouldn't know, but uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it was uh it was another fun week. Uh yeah, Adam and I seven eight and one. Again, Robbie carried us with the ten five and one record. Uh Robbie looking real strong um with your confidence picks so far uh against the spread in uh, head-to-head matchups so excluding over-unders 12 and 6 in confident picks right it's a it's an accomplishment good start so far i'd say yeah and uh you know adam we're we're 500 in that department so it's fine yeah you're bearing the lead though lead pipe locks lead pipe i wasn't your boy your boy is three and oh so i wasn't gonna say anything oh yeah (laughs) three and oh Yeah, well, we'll see what we can do to keep it going here this week. I, you I, underdog I don't, I don't know. I, I, I like your, uh, <laughs> I like your uh, lead pipe this week. So uh, I was thinking about this. I did uh, a week one. What did I Bucks. do? Bucks. Yes, they were barely favored, so. Yeah, week one I did Bucks at home, so a home favorite. Week two I did uh, a home dog. Week three I did a uh, road dog that covered. And now this week... Will I do a will I do a home favorite or a home dog to cover? I don't know. We'll see. Um, we'll see. We'll see. It could uh, be lying. It could be lying to you. This could, be, could, could be lying. Could be lying. This, this all could be one big fugazi. Um, but uh, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's gonna touch on the podcast parlay last week. You know, we yeah. Bear, Bears Texans under. I mean, I still, I, I still feel like that was a good bet. It just didn't work out. It, yeah, yeah, that, that was um, a weird one. Unfortunate. Um, Cowboys money line, big hit there. Um, you got a little bit of the juice back. Thank great God. call, great call. Thank God. And then Chiefs minus six and a half. Um, they, they lost outright, didn't cover, but asshole of the week last week going to Matt Amendola. Get that, oh get that guy out of there. Not, not only did he miss like a, a thirty yarder, miss an extra point, but they weren't even like. Letting him kick from anything over forty, yeah. Like there has to be a Somebody better out there. Yeah, they released him yesterday. Thank God, but um, yeah. Just I don't want to ever see that guy in a football field again. Sounds like Buckers at least getting closer to be being better. So yeah, <laughs> regardless, we'll it's not going to be Amendola this week. So. Yeah, um, yeah, Amendola. So I missed <laughs> Chiefs special teams last week was just. Uh... That was upsetting. Atrocious. They should have won that game by a touchdown. They, they lost, have. and uh, I was upset about it. I lost a lot of money on the Chiefs and the Niners, but mostly the Chiefs. Um, mostly the Niners. But uh, we'll, uh, we we do our homework and yeah. come back stronger. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, you know, if it applies, you, you might see more of uh, the asshole of the week segment. We'll yeah, see. it doesn't need to be on the field. It could be off the field, too. We, we've had our fair share of assholes off the field. It could be a commissioner. Roger Goodell is often an asshole. So, could be him. What? Never. (laughs) Could be a referee. Does anything NFL related? Oh, boy. I feel like Jerome Bogers. (laughs) Favorite here to show up at some point. (laughs) All right. um, Well, guys, let's let's jump right into the action then. Um, Week three picks, or I'm sorry, week four underway here. Uh, Kind of a headline matchup to start here with. the Thursday night game. Uh, if you don't have Amazon, Jeff Bezos really is luring in with this one. Uh, it's the Dolphins heading to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. The Bengals are four-point favorites at home with the over-under set at 47. Um, Robbie, I'll hand it over to you to start. Uh, what are your thoughts? Oh, yeah. This is um, – well, I, I'd say this – just start this off. This is probably like the first big week of – 
um, where of injuries where um, it seems like a lot of teams have a lot of injuries going on. So you got to really pay close attention um, looking at these uh, lines and who's injured, who's um, practicing, all those things. Um, they're, they're very important. I mean, you look at this Dolphins team, it's just been beat up really this that past week. I'm, I'm sure everybody saw Tua after he took that big hit and just stood up being all woozy, um, calling it, what, back injury, back ankle. ankle injury? No, next time totally I get a concussion, concussion, I'll call it a back ankle injury. Um, so he's questionable, but man, that, that did not look good on Sunday. That just, it certainly didn't look like a back and ankle injury. <laughs> no, not, not any back or ankle injuries I've ever had before. I'll tell you that. Um, but, uh, you know, dolphins also have quite a few other guys who are questionable. Um, I should probably look this up right now, but I, I remember Jalen Waddle was on the injury report. You know, yep. they had a bunch of key players on the defense. Um, so uh, under normal conditions, I I think I would have liked the Dol- taking the points with the Dolphins here. Um, you know, I I know you guys are know I've been fading the Bengals to start, but maybe they've actually gotten something going. Um, getting the get right game against the Jets. Uh, it seems like they're starting to click a little bit, so maybe they're a little bit over the hump here so um you know i'm gonna take the Bengals minus four right here uh did we, did you say the line already evan or did, am i just completely missing it so no. the line is uh no, I Bengals. Did say the line. you yeah. did say the line you always do um sorry i'm a little jet lag so i'm a little out of it right now mr worldwide <laughs> um so um yeah i I'll take Bengals minus four. I, I don't feel great about this because I, this Dolphins team is a team that's been fighting so far, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if they try to hang into this game. But uh, it just seems like a lot to overcome for them right now. What I do like, this 47 seems a little high to me. Um, I I don't really see either side putting up a whole lot of points. You know, Maybe Bengals are going to run away with it, but they do and dolphins are hurt that much it might be tough for them to get back into this um so i mean i I see a couple different ways it could happen but um i i think 47 is a little too high um especially thursday night game so i'm i'm gonna take the under in this matchup here adam you've got a a differing view yeah the total here i actually really like the over um for me the reason Dolphins last week, they were on the their defense was on the field ninety eight plays, offense was only on the field thirty nine times. So if one of those two sides is going to be gassed and fatigued during the she, uh, the short week, it's going to be the defensive side. Um, I I sort of see this one as a shootout. Um, going back to the LSU Alabama days where uh, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Tua and Waddle were balling out and shootout. I I I sort of expect this one to be a little high. Um, you know, usually we're on the unders for Thursday night and historically those games are lower scoring, but in this case, I'm, I'm going to lean over. Um, and I'm also going to take the Bengals. Um, one note about the, the travel plans for this game, the Dolphins actually, um, are already in Cincinnati. They've been in Cincinnati since early Tuesday to avoid, um, her, any travel implications with Hurricane Ian. Um, but I, I just think, you know, on the short week, they're a little bit more banged up than the Bengals. Uh, defense was on the field the entire game against the Bills. Maybe a little bit of a letdown performance from 
from the Dolphins after that huge divisional win. Um, Bengals need it more. Um, yeah, I'm taking the home team. I, the, you know, I wish this line was maybe minus three, but I'm still taking the Bengals at minus four. Yeah, I've uh, I flip flopped on this about six times. Um, uh, I'll go with the Bengals. Uh, like you said, there's a lot for the Dolphins to overcome. Um, if you watch that. Uh, Bills Dolphins game last week. I mean, uh, temperature high, humidity through the roof. Uh, both teams were absolutely dead after that game. Um, <laughs> basically, um, also like the starting twenty-two was just basically laying down on that field uh, when that game ended that because, uh, yeah, they were just going a hundred percent that whole game. Uh, really good game, but um, you know, for the Dolphins. That uh, that was definitely a game going into the season that they probably circled on their calendar. Um, you know, is a chance to make a statement again in the division, and they did that. So I think there's a chance that uh, maybe they take their foot off the gas a little bit, um, off to a hot start, three and zero. So you know, as you pointed out, Adam, they don't need the game as much. Um, as for the Bengals, uh, slow start, zero and two, but got a big win. Against the Jets last week, uh, covered the spread, which was nice to see. So they looked uh, dominant in that form. But, uh, you know, this is probably a game I'm going to stay off. Um, You know, I think the total 47, I think that's a good number. Um, I think, as you pointed out, maybe the Dolphins' defense is is a little bit gassed. But I do have some concerns about the uh, injuries on the Dolphins um, on the offensive side for them to kind of – put up a number um and the Dolphins defense has been pretty solid uh thus far this year if they're able to kind of um have enough gas left in the tank to show up for this game and uh you know as for the spread uh four points yeah you know I think if if anything's more likely uh the Bengals probably cover a uh, you know versus a flat Dolphins team but um yeah, this Dolphins team has shown that they can play with anybody, and um, you know them getting four points right now is uh, seems like a lot of value given what they've shown on the field. So uh, for me, I think it's a stay away game. But you guys, you know, each have made uh, pretty good points on the total, so I'm I'm interested to see how it shakes out. I really don't have a good feel for it. All right, game two, guys. Um, we've got the London matchup, and it's. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings taken on the Saints. The Saints are technically the home side here, and they are three-point underdogs. Uh, Over/under in this one is forty-three and a half. Uh, Robbie, you're going to be starting this one off. Oh yeah, I mean, I was just at uh, Tottenham Stadium uh, couple, uh, maybe a week and a half ago uh, watching a very exciting uh, Tottenham Leicester game where you know uh, it was eight goals scored, which is. For those of you out there who aren't uh, football fans, um, you know, that's a high-scoring game for soccer. Um, you know, it, so, you know, because of that, I'm going to have to pick the over in this game because naturally it's got to happen, right? No, I mean, I, I do really like the over on this one, too. Anyways, um, we're going to get some slightly windy conditions out there, um, which is going to maybe hamper uh, the passing game a little bit, but... It's a a big stadium. Does the wind uh, cycle through there? Since you've been there, since I have been there, you know, I it's not as bad. It wasn't. It wasn't really windy. (laughs) Jesus, that's a reference uh, to. If you're you're an EPL fan, you're 
you're slapping your knees right now. That's oh, yeah. Uh, one of their star players, uh, whose name is Son, uh, came off the bench and in under half an hour scored a hat trick. So, um, you know, just for those of you out there who are uh, not football fans, um, but, um, you know, uh, I do like the over in this game a lot. Um, you know, I, I think if the a slightly windy, if it makes it lean a little more, it's not going to be that significant, but, um, you know, it. I think this caters to both of these offenses pretty well, and especially going up against the defenses. You know, Vikings, their pass defense has been a lot better so far than their run, and I think the Saints can take advantage of that. While on the other side of the ball, you know, Saints defense has kind of been mi- middle of the road just overall. Um, and, you know, you've, you've got a great running back in Dalvin Cook, assuming that he will suit up to play. And, you know, at Alexander Madison in the background, you know, he'll, he'll be fine too. Um, but you know, there is a concern about Jameis Winston, um, and he might not be able to play. So that means Andy Dalton might be coming in to make his first start of the year, which I'm not concerned at all, at all. Now the, the play that I really like this week, um, is going to be the saints plus three. Um, and I'm going to lock that one up, and I'll tell you why in a second. But it's a lock! No! I actually really like them to win this game, too. Um, one of the key things, you know, I've a couple years ago, I did a little research on how um, traveling to London, of, or, yeah, to London, uh, affects uh, how players do. And looking into it, it seemed like more time in London was a significant advantage, and that's mostly because of the jet lag, which, hell, I'm... I'm feeling right now and this would probably be about the same time um the vikings are going to be there which you know i guess i buried the lead on that one the vikings are traveling thursday night and getting there friday morning while the saints they already left after their game in carolina so they've been there the whole time they're going to be acclimated to the time change while the vikings are not going to be now the reason the Vikings, I was doing a little research why they're doing it. I guess their reasoning is that they don't want to get them acclimated to London time, which whether you like it or not, you're going to feel it. Um, it's it's just going to happen even though even if you try to keep your normal schedules and everything because I know the Vikings are playing six days after um, the, this London game and they don't want to get too acclimated to it, but it's going to happen. So um, Vikings are going to be feeling it, and Saints, um, they're going to be able to take advantage. They're going to be well-rested and feeling good to go. So I'm loving the Saints in this spot. Yeah, I I like the Saints here as well. Um, You know, Robbie, I've learned to trust you when it comes to the the U.K. travel situation. And, uh, yeah, you know, as you said, the data does point – towards uh you know the early arrival leading to a better overall performance on the field so uh plus the fact that they're getting three points here i think is uh pretty good value um if you take out that uh that week one win that the vikings had against the packers um you know which is looking more and more like a fluke uh uh, the way the packers have played the last couple weeks but um you know the performances really haven't been that great. I mean, they got spanked on the road on uh, Monday night against the Eagles uh, two weeks ago. And then last week, I mean, uh, the Lions really came out and set the tone against them at home. Um, 
and uh, you know they they really had to battle back in that game to win. So I mean, showed a lot of determination to do that, but um, still that defense uh, didn't exactly acquit itself well at home uh, against that Lions team. Um, and, and that being said, I mean, there's the Saints are kind of a mess on the offensive side of the ball, and uh, you know defense. You know, they have been probably a little bit more disappointing than, uh, you know, we would have expected them uh, coming into the year. But, um, you know, Chris Olave is starting to get a little bit more involved uh, in the passing game, which is good to see. Um, obviously, Kamara came back last week, his first game in, in quite some time. So hopefully uh, getting a game under his belt, he'll, he'll look a little bit more up to game speed. Um, really, for me... I think just taking the points here, getting th- uh, three full, uh, leans me to Saints. But this is kind of a tipping point for me. Uh, I think if if it dropped to two and a half, I'd, I'd be less uh, inclined to take the Saints here. So uh, give me the Saints, but I'm not extremely confident on it. Uh, I, yeah, I'm I'm all I'm all over the Saints. I like a money line, like Robbie does. Um, you know their matchup last week against. The, the Panthers on the road, the score really isn't an indicator of that game. Panthers, I mean, their two big plays was the Chenault 60-plus yard touchdown play, which, I mean, he sort of broke from the line of scrimmage, and they, they missed tackle, and then the 44-yard fumble recovery from Alvin Kamara's fumble. So um, defense played pretty well other than that one, you know, botched job uh, on the breakaway run by Chenault, but... Uh, yeah, like you said, Evan, it's more of their offense that's been struggling so far this year to get going. Um, yeah, I trust Andy Dalton to play adequate. Um, I don't think they're you know gonna fall apart on offense because they they switched from a like a hurt not a hundred percent Jameis to a fresh Andy Dalton. So um, I just think they had the better defense. Uh, Robbie made some make great points about you know the advantage they're gonna have being acclimated to the. Uh, the time change over in London, and I, I, yeah, I think they get the job done on the ground here. Um, finally able to run against the team. So, uh, yeah, and I, I just, you know, I don't know if 8:30 a.m. Central Time is prime time, but uh, I just, I, I don't, yeah, I don't see Kirk Cousins having a lot of success against this Saints team. Um, so yeah, I like the Saints here. Getting them three is good, but uh, I'm willing to take a money line. And, and yeah, that's all I got for that one. Yeah, I'm gonna just add in real quick that Kevin O'Connell uh, also mentioned for the reason for the Vikings. You know, they looked into the analytics of everything, and then he also mentioned that uh, he's never actually been abroad before, so he has no idea. Okay. So um, yeah, I I I think they make Vikings made a terrible decision there. Might have an early candidate next week for. Asshole of the week because it sounds like he's talking out of his ass. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, uh, is that a nine a.m. Central Time game? Eight thirty Central. Eight thirty Central yeah. Time. Okay, so make sure uh, you get your bets in early and uh, you check your fantasy lineups uh, well ahead of time uh, with the early start. All right, uh, next up, guys, we've got the Chargers taking on the Texans. Uh, Texans are five point underdogs in this one with the over under set at 44 and a half. Uh, Texans had a tough loss on the road in Chicago this last week. Um, really should have won that game, but a couple costly turnovers um, 
by Davis Mills. Uh, helped the Bears uh, get out on top in that one. And then the Chargers, uh, as we spoke about earlier, got uh, smacked by the Jags um, at home last week. So that was quite the surprise. But uh, they're a pretty banged-up team. Um, and with that in mind, uh, I, I'm going to go for the Texans here this week. Um, if you watched that uh, Chargers-Jags game at all last week, you saw um, Herbert was clearly dealing with a very painful uh, rib, chest injury. Um, every time he threw, he was grimacing. Every time he got hit, he looked like he was in significant pain. Um, they're still uh, seem to be struggling a little bit offensively without uh, Keenan Allen out there. Um, their running game has not looked very good at all to start, so it's just it's putting a lot on Herbert and uh, the likes of a big Mike Williams, who you know is looked good, but um, maybe not quite a a bona fide, undoubted number one wide receiver just yet at this point in his career. Um, and as for the Texans, I mean, one thing you can say about them is every single game they have played close. Um, and right now, I mean, they're they're sitting plus five. I think that's a pretty good number. Uh, like getting them uh, really anything above uh, four and a half here, I think you're getting a pretty good value uh, with them being at home. Uh, Davis Mills, very capable quarterback. Uh, Damian Pierce has been running the ball well. And that defense, um, you know, has made stops and has gotten big turnovers every single game. And that's a, uh, a characteristic of a Lovey Smith defense. So I like the Texans here getting the five points. Um, I think the over-under at 44.5 is, is pretty good. Uh, no real play on that. But uh, I, I will take the Texans, and I feel pretty confident about it. Um, but, uh, Adam, what are your thoughts? Yeah, this is a tough one for me. Uh, I definitely see the points, and I, I, pr- I probably won't be betting this game. But I, I'm – going to lean chargers here um you know i getting keenan allen back is going to help significantly um you know last week maybe this should be a new segment (laughs) are we sure that bradley staley is a good coach i mean what he did at the what were they down 28 with like two minutes to go and you herbert is still in the game slinging taking hits like what are you doing? And with all the stuff last year too, with uh, the decisions in week eighteen and Game going for it, yeah, yeah, he might not be a great head coach. Um, seems like the Chargers are over underperforming um, this year. I guess they do have some excuses with the the injuries, but um, yeah, I just think that you know, I even last week, I, last week was a bad matchup. Uh, Jags came in and just destroyed them. Uh, I, I have a tough time seeing that they're going to be that bad, even with the injuries this week again. Um, Texans are an opportunistic team. Um, you know, on the defensive side, you saw some playmakers. Jordan Petrie dish, uh, two sad, <laughs> two two interceptions and a sack. He, he looked he looked like a you know breakout safety. Um, you know, I like I like what I saw of the defense there, but um, yeah, I just think. More of a get-right game for the Chargers here. Uh, I, I, you know, Davis Mills didn't look that impressive to me, um, and I, you know, I, I don't know. This one's tough for me. I, five points is a pretty good line. I'm just going to lean the Chargers. Yeah, I, I'm going to side with you, Evan. Here, um, I actually also feel very confident about the Texans team right here. Um, I, I think they're going to. I think there's a decent chance they come out with their first win here at home. Um, 
you know, Chargers, uh, I, I don't know if we mentioned uh, Joey Bosa going on IR, yeah, that's um, which is a pretty big hit to this defense, um, the, a defense that's already hurting it a little bit. Um, but, yeah, those Herbert, like you said, you know, these rib injuries for quarterbacks are no joke. I mean, if they, they're getting worried about hitting up, getting hit all the time, and especially his rib injury expected maybe to not fully heal, heal for to- six weeks about um i'm diagnosed so um you know he's going to be still lingering with that and obviously it's going to get progressively better but you know you're he's going to still be feeling it and you know that's going to be something that's going to be in the back of his head um going through every single game um there's definitely a mental aspect to that that he's got to get over but um you know i i think the texans can take advantage here um and five points i think is uh, a good good number right here to take you know that's that's a a good number for the home team here like i like the texans plus five all right we'll see uh, what happens uh but uh yeah um i feel like the texans certainly have deserved a win uh thus far so we'll see if uh, they can get it uh next game up guys we've got uh, an afc south battle it's the tennessee titans heading into indianapolis to take on the colts colts are three-point favorites at home in this one with a un- over under set at 42 and a half. Um, guys, I really like the Titans this week. Um, I think uh, they showed, uh, you know, a little bit better form last week. And uh, I-, I think in this game against this Colts, and the Colts uh, are getting a little bit of a, a little bit too much credit, perhaps, uh, off that win at home against Kansas City last week. Uh, I still don't think they played well. Matt Matt Ryan led a drive at the end of that game that uh, allowed them to uh, be in position to win the game. But uh, outside of that, didn't really play, uh, you know, convincingly well for me. And uh, starting to like what uh, the Titans are doing. I think they're moving the ball a little bit better. Saw Robert Woods get a little bit more involved last week, and. Um, I just think that they're going to be able to compete with this uh, Colts team. The fact that they're getting uh, three points uh, here I I think is great value. Uh, I also really uh, do like the over in this game. I think 42.5 is a little low. Uh, I think uh, both these teams can can get to uh, the 20-point range, and at that point I don't think it will be a tie. Uh, So, you know, I think – you know, it could be close, but I think uh, you could see a team get to 43 here. So, I uh, like the Titans this week, feeling confident about it, and I'll take the over. Yeah, I'm right I'm right with you. I like the Titans here getting three points. Um, don't know if I'll bet a money line, but it, it's pretty close for me. Um, you know, I think going back the last couple of years or so, the Colts have had to better the Titans in these division matchups. But, um, you know, both these teams are sort of – different from what where they were the last couple of years um you know I, I, I both teams have sort of struggled to run the ball this year and that's been their uh you know primary game tack uh I, I i i just trust the titans passing uh game a little bit more than the colts passing game and and if, if I, either of these two teams are going to get to the quarterback i, I trust that the, it'll be the titans um you know tan is still pretty mobile um getting around the pocket uh, and it, it's the least that, that, that's the opposite of what Matt Ryan's statue is. Um, you know, Titans, I, I could see them getting home one or two times, making a difference, maybe a uh, forcing a fumble. 
uh, Matt Ryan fumble. But uh, yeah, as far as the playmakers go on the outside, uh, I know you know Colts probably have the better better wide receiver crew. But um, yeah, I I think maybe Traylon Burks has a breakout game. Uh, they're looking to OC came out today said they're looking to get him more involved. Uh, Robert Woods, I, I I think it's closer than most people would think. Uh, yeah, and then I, Colts are still a little banged up. I think they probably get Shaquille Leonard back for this matchup. But, uh, you know, I, I think that Titans are better coached. And uh, for a team that started 0-2, both these teams started 0-2, I, I think the Titans come back and and probably take a win here. But uh, this is a big matchup for both these teams. Uh, you know, Titans number one seed last year. Colts uh, barely missed the playoffs. Uh, both teams had pretty high expectations, but... Um, both have struggled so we'll see uh, we'll see whoever comes out of this one with the win probably cements them up with the jags as the you know top of this division yeah you guys aren't gonna like me because i'm gonna just curse this because i just swapped from the colts to the titans um you know it's you, not a curse it's a me. wise decision <laughs> yeah, we'll see <laughs> uh, I, uh, whenever i swap on air you know it's a curse i think it's a one for one this year so far um but uh, you know, I just just going through, you know, just I both these teams are. I I don't feel great about this game whatsoever. Um, both these teams are nothing to really be excited about by any means. Um, you know, this Colts team, you know, if if they're looking to win this, they're gonna need to really shut down Derrick Henry, which they very well could. Their run defense has been um, very good this year. It's just their their pass defense has been very susceptible, which, you know, Tannehill could absolutely take advantage of in this one. Um, and, you know, my, my original mindset was, um, you know, this Titans defense is just not being – it's been pretty bad. It's been pretty – it's a bottom-tier defense. Um and I was thinking, hey, you know, this could be a team that Matt Ryan could actually get it going. But, uh, you know, I actually thought back to a couple years ago when I kind of thought a similar thing when the uh, Chargers played against the Raiders and like, okay, old man Rivers, you know, he, he doesn't have an arm left, but he could still do something against this crappy Raiders team. And he didn't. He absolutely did not. Um, so, you know, uh, I that kind of swung the needle for me. So I'll. I'm sending with you guys. Uh, I'm on the Titans, but uh, I don't feel great about this game. You know, I I would lean the over, Evan. You know, I, I, I do see this um, being a chance, but I'm just not super confident about the Colts getting past 20. Yeah. Titans would have to just put up a monster game, which they could. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think this will kind of be a back-and-forth game. I think it will be close throughout. That's why I really like the three – um, even if you don't like the Titans necessarily money line, I just I don't see the Colts being able to break away um, enough in this game to really um, you know move the needle here. I just think three points at home for them is a bit much. I don't think on a neutral field these teams are even. I think the Titans uh, would win uh, more times than not uh, on a neutral field. So. Um, I, I think the, the three-point line here is just a little bit too much from Vegas, so looking to take advantage of that. All right, next up here, we've got uh, the Buffalo Bills taking on the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Ravens are three-point underdogs at home. 
with the over-under set at 51.5. Bills uh, obviously came off of that uh, tough game in Miami. Uh, you know, back-and-forth game, wound up uh, you know losing it late, uh, couldn't get that final snap off uh, to clock the ball. So uh, took a tough L there, but uh, I think nobody's concerned about this Bills team long-term. Uh, they're still looking like the, uh, the class of the NFL. Um, the Ravens got a big win last week against the Patriots, uh, put up a lot of points on a, a defense that had been uh, pretty solid and uh, you know, did so on the road. So really strong uh, bounce-back performance from them off of a uh, disappointing loss at home to the Dolphins in Week 2. Um, Adam, I'll, I'll have you start this one. What are your thoughts on this game? Should be uh, a good one. Yeah, this is probably the matchup for the week. Uh, I like the Bills here a lot. Um, you know, you're giving up three points on the road. Usually, you know, when you're facing the Ravens, that's not a good thing. But uh, I really like this matchup for the Bills. Um, you know, the Ravens defense, his, I mean, going back years, the, the, the knock on them – like scheme wise has been there. They've been a little bit too aggressive and susceptible to the big play. Um, you saw last week with the dolphins, they, they didn't allow any big plays against the bills made them, you know, nickel and dime them down the field. And it sort of put a halt on that bills offense, which we haven't seen, um, you know, since middle of last year, but I, I don't think this Ravens defense is capable of that. And I don't think they have the personnel. I've been saying it every single week this year that that defense is not good. Um, you know, despite their track record of having good defenses. And um doesn't mean that they're a bad team. Lamar's balling out and their offense is rolling. But, um, yeah, I just don't think that they have the ability on defense to stop this Bills offense. Um, yeah, and I, I think they'll have success themselves on offense against this banged-up Bills defense. But I just think in the end, uh, Bills find a way to make one or two bigger plays. And, um, you know, that – the, the Bills' D-line, too, has, I think, enough speed on the edges to sort of contain, or at least moderately contain Lamar. So I, I think that they're, that's a good matchup for them in terms of, uh, you know, at least trying to keep Lamar in the pocket as much as possible. But, um, yeah, I like the Bills here, minus three. And, and I also, I think even more, I like the over 51 and a half. I, I don't see either team putting too much in this game. <laughs> it's going to be a lot of points. Yeah, the uh, the Ravens have had a lot of uh, success uh, with big plays thus far this season. They've been a big play offense, uh, both through the pa- uh, air and on the ground. And uh, same with the Bills. So yeah, I mean you could see points uh, go up in a hurry here. Uh, you know, for me, I'm kind of having a tough read on this one just because the the Bills really, uh, you know, put so much into last week uh, in Miami. Wonder if maybe there's a, a little bit of a, a letdown, or maybe if they're just they're dragging a little bit off of that tough game. Um, I like the Ravens getting three points at home here. Don't really feel great about it. Um, I just think overall, I think you're going to see a lot of points here. But fifty-one and a half, just I don't know. That's that's a pretty high number. Um, it's tough to get to that in the NFL. I I just don't know, but. I do think the Ravens will have some success with uh, the banged-up secondary of the Bills. And, um, you know, uh, as we saw last week, um, your Bills struggled a little bit uh, in the heat. And, uh, you know, Dolphins' defense was able to kind of contain uh, Diggs and and frustrate Allen a little bit. 
and uh, I wonder if maybe the Ravens can go to school on that a little bit. But um, I'll take the Ravens in the point here, but not really feeling great about it. Uh, won't be betting this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to probably stay off this game as well. I mean, this should be a very good game. This is probably the best game on the slate, to be honest. I'm um, looking through it, uh, except, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe that Monday night is going to be a pretty good divisional game. Um, but um, this is the first game we're talking about that's going to probably have some uh, effects from Hurricane Ian, um, at least some small effects. Um, you know, you might get some slight wind, uh, get a little bit of rain in this one. So if seems to me that this would give a slight edge to the running game and Ravens are, you know, they've been banged up uh, a little bit, but it, it seems like they're getting a little healthy, you know, uh, tackle Ronnie Staley is going to be looking to come back this week, which would be huge, especially the run game. So, um, you know, the Ravens, they just love that they run it on the ground and, you know, Lamar, uh, what did I see? He's like, third most rushing yards in the league right now like he, he's been uh, he, he's not one to shy away from t- tucking the ball in and running it himself so you know I'm gonna give the edge right here to the Ravens especially with the points um, but I'm not gonna bet this game um, it, this is gonna be one to watch and just enjoy should be an uh, interesting game as you both mentioned perhaps game of the week so uh We'll see. It uh, should be a fun one. Hopefully we get lots of points in that one. All right, next up we've got a NFC East uh, divisional matchup. It's the uh, Washington Commanders, or as we call them, the team, uh, taking on the Cowboys. Cowboys are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home here with their resurgence under Cooper Rush. And uh, the over-under in this one set at 41-and-a-half. Um, Adam, our resident Cowboys expert, you could start us off here. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely love the Cowboys this week, uh, laying three and a half at home. Uh, this this line implies that these are sort of even teams. And even with Cooper Rush, uh, I, I, I think that's preposterous. Um, you know, specifically in this matchup, um, you know, the team last week allowed nine sacks to the Eagles. Um you know, I, I think the Cowboys have an even better pass rush. Uh, they're going to get home to Wentz. I, 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 I would bet you know, two and a half over, over two and a half turnovers for once this week. Uh, Cowboys, you know, the, one of the better teams over the last season and a half at getting takeaways. Um, I, I think they'll have success running the ball. Um, Cooper Rush has, you know, played very, I mean, he, he's, he's done everything asked of him. Uh, you know, there, you saw CD Lamb sort of get back to his, uh, Get back to his form after a tough first half last week. Um, you know, I, I, I expect him to to play more like the player you saw in the second half season long. Um, yeah, I, I think they're going to get Michael Gallup back this week, possibly Dalton Schultz. Um, I, I Yeah, I, I have a tough time seeing a team keep this competitive. They're going to have to have an all-time game from Carson Wentz um, because I don't think they're going to be able to run the ball, and I don't think they're going to be able to block this this Cowboys front seven. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a long day for the, the team. You know, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree with you on this one. Um, you know, I'm, I'm going to be with team on this one. Um, but while, yeah, yeah, the Cowboys definitely are, are pretty strong in the secondary. Um, you know, I'd, I'd say the Eagles secondary has been look, look even better than what the Cowboys have shown us so far. 
Um, and I, I'd expect a little bit of bounce back from Carson Wentz this week. Um, and I, I'd expect this, the team to at least keep it close. You know, it, it's a divisional game. Um, you know, it's also, you know, I, I, I will say I, I've been impressed with Cooper Rush um, so far. You know, he's, he's been doing what he's been asking to do. But his style of game playing is not um, running away with it. Um, he's very much a game manager. And I, I don't see this Cowboys team just jumping the gun on this uh, Commanders team early. Um, I think they're going to be keeping it close the whole way. And then Cooper Rush at the very end, he's going to do what he needs to do to put the Cowboys ahead. I think this is going to be closer to a three-point game, to be honest. So I'm, I like the team in this, and I'm going to take three and a half points with the team. Yeah, I, uh, I'm going to go with the Cowboys here. Um, as Adam mentioned, getting a couple uh, big offensive pieces back here. Um, in Dalton Schultz and Michael Gallup, uh, at least that's how it looks right now. Uh, so that should be a uh, a, a boon for the uh, the Cowboys here. Uh, we both we all know that their defense is looking um, you know elite right now and is really winning them these games. Uh, and Cooper Rush is, is playing the role of game manager and playing it well. Um, but I I have just not really been impressed by what the uh, uh, the Commanders have shown at all. Um, once has been running for his life. I don't necessarily know that the uh, early season troubles are on Wentz. Uh, I think their offensive line is a mess, and uh, their defense has really been disappointing as well. So I think this is an opportunity for the Cowboys to really uh, to beat up on this uh, uh, Washington team. I, I don't have a lot of faith in them. Uh, I got on this a little earlier uh, when the line was at three. I like the Cowboys up to, to four and a half. Uh, uh, at least four, if not four and a half here. Um, uh, you know, they should be able to cover this number. Um, I, I just think that defense is going to be way, way too much uh, trouble for uh, the team here. And uh, as we saw last week uh, against the Giants, um, you know, couple the Cowboys aren't afraid to stick with the run game under Cooper Rush because their defense allows them to play through. And uh, when you get in the second half, you start to see some gash plays open up. Uh, both Pollard and Zeke were able to uh, put up a couple big yardage plays um, uh, as as the uh, second half drove on in that game, and I, I expect a similar outcome here. Place is going to be rocking. Um, I, I think the Cowboys will take care of business at home. Yeah, you know, people were pretty pretty taken back by the the Tyron Smith injury, but Tyler Smith, the rookie stepping in at left tackle, looks like a future All Pro tackle. I mean, he. He was pulling like Trent Williams out there on some of those power O runs. Uh, really impressive from the rookie. Um, outplayed the hell out of Evan Neal, who we picked before him on Monday night. So maybe sure. not a, as big of a loss as we want, we thought. You sure Tyler Smith isn't just Tyron Smith? <laughs> just, just a slight <laughs> name change? <laughs> pulling the, I'm eight years younger now. <laughs> Oh, I think this is the first time this year where we're all confident in the game, but um, have some differing yeah. uh, opinions. So uh, this is going to be uh, this, uh, this, this is going to be an interesting one. Let's let's see how this one plays out. There's a couple contentious points here. Uh, the over under uh, discrepancy between you two, and uh, the Bengals Dolphins. To, to be uh, honest, I, I I I don't like absolutely love that over in the Dolphins Bengals game. I like it, but uh, not as much as I like the Cowboys okay. getting three and a half. 
All right. Well, next game up, guys, we've got the uh, Browns heading into Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Falcons are one-and-a-half-point underdogs at home here with the over-under set at 49-and-a-half. Um, Falcons, as we discussed a little bit earlier, uh, riding high or flying high, I should say. Um after their win in Seattle last week, uh, after a couple weeks uh, traveling out west, they get to return home, and they face a Browns team uh, that has certainly looked up and down uh, early this season. And, um, you know, I, for my part here, I, I actually really like the Falcons in this game. Uh, probably my favorite home dog of the week. Uh, I just really like the way they've played, and... Uh, you know, this Browns team, I think that they can play with them every step of the way. Still kind of unclear uh, the status for Miles Garrett uh, off the car accident. Uh, suffered some uh, lacerations and I think a, a bicep. Shoulder, shoulder, shoulder strain. Or, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, so definitely a little banged up off the car accident. Wouldn't surprise me uh, if he set out this game, but we're, you know, we're going to have to wait and see a little bit more. But, uh, you know, this I think this Falcons team has just really impressed me. Uh, the way that they've moved the ball. Cordero Patterson is looking great. And, uh, you know, Falcons are really able to do a lot off the play action. And Mariota is using his legs a lot and, uh, you know, escaping the pocket, rolling out. Uh, I just really like the play calling right now for the Falcons. They've got a good mix. And uh, I think it, uh, you know, they'll take advantage of a good home crowd here and um, still win uh, as an underdog. So uh, give me the Falcons. Feeling pretty good about it. And, uh, you know, I know uh, this Falcons team has put up a lot of points here uh, so far this season, but uh, over-under here at 49.5, this seems really yeah, high I for me. I didn't understand that at uh, all. Yeah, I, I Two don't... run first teams? I don't know that... Yeah, exactly. I don't know that the Browns are really going to uh, push the score here, and they're not, definitely not going to be looking to uh, Jacoby Brissett to really air it out. Um, as you said, Adam, I think both these teams are looking to run the ball a lot. Uh, so give me uh, the under in this game uh, like that as well. Yeah, that, that's going to be my play in this game. Uh, I was really surprised by that line. It's what, third highest on a the week. These two teams, <laughs> these two quarterbacks, I, I, I don't really understand it. Um, not sure where, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm taking the bait there. But, uh, yeah, as far as the game goes, I'm a lean Falcons getting a point and a half at home. Uh, you know, Garrett being, you know, either out or, you know, probably hampered. It's a big deal. Um, you know, I think they capitalized last week uh, on a Steelers team that was, you know, probably not ready to play. Uh, but that that game was pretty close. You know, the scores, I think it ended up being a 12-point victory. But it, it was close throughout. Um, and that was with Brissett playing very well. So, um, you know, I, I, this Browns defense isn't as as good as what I thought they would be going into the year. And and with everything that happened with Garrett um, and Clowney, uh, you know, that, that takes a hit. So I, I think the Falcons have been impressive on offense. They know, who, they know who they are, and they're not really doing too much outside of that, limiting the mistakes. And, uh, yeah, I, I have enough faith to take them here at home, uh, getting a point and a half. Yeah, the – I, I think that over under is kind of a good line. Um, yeah, you know, uh, it's uh, I, I think both these defenses are pretty weak, and that uh, both sides can take advantage of it. But I'm I'm actually 
more and more uh, as I think about this game. I, I started off uh, when I first saw these lines thinking Browns and then just honestly just remembering all the injuries the Browns have been going through and how the Falcons have just been playing so hot. Um, I've kind of leaned Falcons. Now I feel confident in the Falcons. Uh, I guess you guys got a little assist on that one. I'll credit you too. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel good feel good about them um, get, even pulling off the win on this one. Um, I'll, I'll just take the one point, one and a half points, you know, just because why not? It's, it's not going to be that much of a difference versus getting the money line. Um, so um, I, I like the Falcons here. Um, I, I think they've got a good spot to get a home their first home victory of the season, um, you know, especially coming off at a big win in Seattle. Um, but I, I could see both sides just trying to light it up. Um, you know, Chubb, he's, he's been just Mr. Reliable for that team and nothing about this uh, <laughs> Atlanta rush defense is going to tell me <laughs> that he can't just run straight through them. So, um, you know, I, I could see some mistakes on both sides of the ball or both t- offenses and maybe um getting something happen but um i i i don't know i i mean under seems like the smart play you guys but i'm just not super convinced in it right now but i do like the falcons in this spot all right we'll see uh next game up guys we've got the uh, uh seahawks taking on the lions uh lions are uh four and a half point favorites here at home with the over-under set at 50, uh, Seahawks coming in, uh, as we just talked about, off of a disappointing home loss to the Falcons. And then the Lions uh, had a tough uh, fourth-quarter 10-point uh, lead that they blew uh, in Minnesota last week, so looking to rebound from that. Uh, this line actually opened up at 6.5 uh, for the Lions, and I, I loved it for the Seahawks there. Uh, still will ride on the Seahawks uh, at plus 4.5. But uh, I think it starts to get really gross if it drops any further. I, I don't feel really great about it. Loved it at 6.5, but a little bit squeamish now at 4.5. Uh, so I'll lean, I'll lean Seahawks here just because the Lions seem to be playing. All they seem to know how to do is play close games. Uh, haven't really learned to put a team away yet. So uh, give me the Seahawks. Gino, Gino's been playing decent. He's throwing a good ball. And uh, they just got to figure out that running game. But uh, definitely some concerns on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, Falcons moved up and down the field at will on them. Uh, as for the Lions, um, I do expect them to win this game. But, uh, you know, this is another team, uh, like I said, they just like to play close games. And uh, whether they're beating up on a team, they let them back in it. Or if they, you know, just come out cold and flat-footed and, and they have to catch up, it just seems like... Uh, they're not able to put together a full 60 minutes of football uh, quite yet. So uh, until then, I, I just uh, I have trouble picking them uh, cover big numbers. So uh, give me the Seahawks here. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to lean Seahawks here. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more concerned about on the Lions. Uh, their defense has been bad all year. I don't think that's going to change. But on the offensive side, they've been one of the better offenses. But uh, you saw it last week. Um, you know, Swift got a hurt. Never came back. Uh, Amon Ross, St. Brown also got hurt in that game, and that really shifted the tide. They were they were almost dominating that that Vikings game up until that point, and they they sort of struggled to put points on the board uh, in the second half of that game. And you know Swift's going to be out. Amon Ross, 
questionable. He might play, but I don't know if he's going to be a hundred percent. Yeah. I, I, I just don't feel comfortable betting the lions getting four and a half. I agree. I think they're going to win. Um, but yeah, I mean, you made real good points about them. Not, not knowing how to put teams away and, and Dan Campbell, man, he he feels like that one friend that, you know, does something funny once and then everyone likes it and then he keeps on doing it over and over again. And it <laughs> doesn't make it. That's how it feels like with him on going for it on fourth downs. Like, he was flat reckless last week, and I think it cost them uh, a couple times. Uh, so, you know, I yeah, I, I just, I don't I hope it doesn't cost them this week. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, Seahawks on their side – they're gonna get the. They're gonna have success throwing the ball this week um, against a very pedestrian Lions defense uh, secondary. And um, yeah, if they if they can get you know a player or two on defense, which they haven't had this year, uh, I think there's a chance they can win this one outright, um, capitalizing on a couple of banged up playmakers and with Detroit. But uh, I mean, we're both going against our Lions expert here, Evan. So I, yeah. What, what, what do we got wrong here, Robbie? Oh man. Well, you, you got a lot, right. Uh, TJ Hawkinson was added to the injury report today Ooh. too with a hip. So that's a, uh, not great with the Lions. I, I, I think this is a very good line actually. Um, I, I could see it going either way, but I, I am going to side with the Lions on this one. Um, I just think this, Seahawks secondary is just, if not the worst, the second worst secondary in the week. Maybe These two are bad. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. Maybe the, I think only the Jets are worse than the Seahawks here. Um, but even even if um, Lions have uh, uh, hobbled up Amonra and a uh, little banged up Hawkinson, you know, Josh Reynolds has been fine for mm-hmm. them. Um, you know, they, they could get the ball out there and move the ball. I, I've got no... Uh, problem with I, I don't think they're going to have any issues with that um, Jamal Williams says he, he can step up in place of um, DeAndre Swift and you know maybe whoever else is behind him either oh, Craig, Craig Reynolds, Reynolds yeah. or Justin Jackson um, Reynolds could and Reynolds get in. so yeah you you could get a, you could get some Reynolds and Reynolds action uh, this Sunday but I, I just don't think the Seahawks are that fluent on offense currently to be able to keep pace with the Lions putting up a number on them. So I, I think in the end, you know, this is a good line. I, I feel like it's going to be tough for the Lions to win by a touchdown, to be honest. Um, but I, I, I feel like they could win by more than just a field goal in this one. So I, I think this is a well-set place line at this point. I, I think you guys are – right like at where it opened up at six and a half i think i would have probably leaned on the seahawks in that one but this number just shifted to be a good one but i i'm gonna i'm gonna side detroit here all right guys uh next game up we've got a uh an interesting one here in pittsburgh it is the new york jets uh taking on the steelers uh steelers are three and a half point favorites at home here with the over-under set at 40 and a half. A um, couple big things with this game. Obviously, uh, uh, big news out of New York this week is that uh, Zach Wilson is going to be starting for the Jets, so no more Joe Flacco, although although Joe Flacco did look good. Um, and, uh, you know, the Steelers are uh, 
you know, they've been struggling so far this season. Uh, Mitch has not looked good at all. Um, gotta wonder how many weeks he's got left if he keeps playing uh, the way he does. But uh, Tomlin has given him uh, a vote of confidence, at least for now. So uh, we'll see. But it seems like the uh, the clock is ticking on Mitch. Um, I really like the the Jets in this game. I just I can't believe the Steelers are giving uh, three and a half points to anybody right now. The way that they're looking. Um, you know, obviously, they took a big hit when they lost uh, Watt earlier in the season. I know Robbie will throw a little stat at you later on, but uh, it hasn't uh, hasn't been good for them. Um, I just think the Jets are coming out. You know, they've, they've shown a lot of uh, promise on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, they've moved the ball well, and I think, uh, you know, the Steelers' offense is a chance uh, for this defense to kind of right the ship a little bit and, uh, you know, maybe uh, – maybe steal a win here. I, I love the Jets getting three and a half points here. I think, um, you know, the Steelers offenses look lackluster. I don't think they pose much of a threat. And uh, I think uh, I think Zach Wilson's going to lead them to a win in his first game back off the injury. And uh, I'm going to lock up uh, Jets getting three and a half here. I just think that's way too many points. But it's a lock. No. Um, I think Garrett Wilson is going to play. It looks like it, uh, but keep an eye on him. He got took a shot to the ribs last week and uh, had to come off the field for a little bit of time. Uh, I think he was limited today in practice. So, um, but obviously that's that's a big help if he can play. But regardless, I, I just think the Jets are a great value here at plus three and a half. Yeah, well that it, the Steelers without T.J. Watt is just a whole different team. I mean, they've been solid throughout the years when he's been playing for them. But then when he misses games, um, currently the number is that the Steelers are 0-6. Um, so they just can't seem to figure it out without him on the defensive side of the ball. And, man, I, I don't have any confidence. You, you said it, most of it already, Evan. Like, I have no confidence in Mitch trying to lead this Steelers team, even against this terrible Jets secondary. Um, so I, I really really like getting the points with the Jets here. Um, I feel like that's very safe. I'm going to also take a money line, too. Um, I think the Jets are going to come out with a victory here in Pittsburgh. Man, you guys certainly have a lot of faith for a team that's been far and away the worst, probably the worst team in the league other than a minute and a half of that, that Browns game. Um, you know, And I don't necessarily think Joe Flacco is the issue. Um, so I don't know how much of an upgrade they're going to get with Zach Wilson, um, you know, he, he didn't look great as a rookie um, in, in the camp reports this year weren't weren't spectacular. But um, either way, I, I just think the Steelers offense finds some success against uh, this Jets defense at home. Um, you know, I, I, I expect a big game from Najee Harris. Um, yeah, maybe the Claypool, Deontay, they get going down the field. Um you know, I, I just the Steelers team is way way more well coached than this Jets team. I, you know, they're, I, yeah, I just, I, I yeah, I, I, these are two bad teams, put it frankly. But I, I just trust the Steelers a little bit more. I've seen more out of them, and you know, on, on the road they were with the Browns for most of that game. You know, I, I don't think last week they were necessarily played horrible, and and they're getting a long week. They got the the extra. The extra three days, so I, I know this line three and a half doesn't look great, but I'm I'm gonna take the Steelers here. I think they cover. 
I'm going to throw another little stat for you to maybe get a little more confident in Zach Wilson. Um, he currently has 156 consecutive passes over the span of five straight games without an interception. That's solid. He did look a lot better uh, after he came back from his injury last season. Uh, it was kind of a tale of two halves for him. But, yeah, it started off rough. Uh, okay, uh, next up, guys, um, we've got the Bears taking on the Giants in the Meadowlands. Uh, Giants are three-and-a-half-point favorites uh, coming off the loss to the Cowboys on Monday night. Uh, Over-under in this one set at 38-and-a-half. Seems like the Bears always find their way to be the lowest over-under of the week. Um, (laughs) Guys, I I don't know what to say about the Bears' passing attack. Um, 23 completions in three weeks, and they're 2-1. and Lowest in 15 years. Yeah. First three games. Yeah. Um, They are... uh, they're they're interesting, um, but frankly, um, for all the uh, you know troubles that they've had uh, through the air, they have uh, really dominated on the on the ground. Uh, their offensive line has gotten a good push, and, and they've been able to run the ball well. Um, and uh, you know this Giants team uh, looked good in their first two weeks, but uh, definitely showed some issues in. Uh, last week with the Cowboys uh, coming in and uh, that defense was able to really get home and you know the Bears have been a solid defensive unit here um, Adam what are, what are your thoughts on this one yeah uh, it's scary to think that one of these two teams is going to be three and one but um, you know in this matchup I, I love the Bears I think they're the, the Giants are about as ideal of a matchup there is for this Bears team um, Giants pass rush last week uh, non-existent um, I don't think Cooper Rush got touched last uh, last Monday night. Um, you got the Bear or Giants coming in on a short week, um, and and their Giants defensive line, um, you know, they they got ran all over by Cowboys. So I think the Bears, you know, the top rushing team in the league right now, have success running the ball, and it, it, you know they've proven the last two game the last last three games really that they don't need to throw the ball to have success and win a football game. Um, I think the bears have the better defense. Um, I think the bears get home against this giants O line, um, one or two sacks, force fumble interception. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I was a little surprised to see this line at three and a half. I know the giants sort of found their way into two victories to open up the year, but, um, you know, on a short week, Danny Danny Dimes that they lost Sterling Shepard their wide receiving cores is as bad as the Bears right now so um yeah I, I think the Bears are the more complete team I think they're the better better coach team and I think they go into the Meadowlands uh, and, and grab themselves a victory I, I like the Bears through money line and it's going to be my lock of the week but it's a lock no yeah I, I I like that for sure um yeah, you know, I'm with you. Um, you know, I think we're going to get some slight wind action maybe coming off the, the edge of some Hurricane Ian that's going to be drifting over the East Coast um, this weekend. Um, so, you know, that's going to be – it's going to play a little more into the run game, which, like you said, you know, probably better suits the – it definitely suits the Bears well. Um, you know, the Giants' rush defense hasn't been great. But then again, Bears' rush defense has not been great either. Um, that's kind of their Achilles heel. The, their secondaries has been pretty solid. 
especially with having a bunch of young guys out there, um, which Saquon could easily take advantage of. So, um, you know, I like the Bears taking the points here. Um, I'm not as confident in you of them coming home with the victory here, but I could absolutely see it. But I'll, I'll take the points with the Bears. But this 38.5 I think is way too low. I, I think both teams are going to be able to have success on the ground, and they're going to be able to – get the ball in the end zone um, doing what they're both good at. And so, you know, I'd like the over here. I, I think both teams could get up to 20 points. Two turnover-prone quarterbacks, too, that's for sure. Yeah, very true. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll take the Bears plus the three-and-a-half here as well. Um, I I saw this line coming in probably at, at Giants minus uh, two to two-and-a-half. So the fact that you're able to get that, that hook at the three-and-a-half uh, – cover a common number there I think is big um I think the Bears are certainly capable of winning this game uh though I need to see them uh show me something uh on the road this season before I'm comfortable picking them at a money line uh their one attempt on the road so far this season albeit against a much better Packers team uh did not go nearly as well although they were able to run the ball um but uh you know, Bears defense has been solid, and you know, defense travels. I think that they'll be able to get home on Danny Dimes. Um, maybe not to the extent that the Cowboys did, but they'll be able to do enough. I think to force a couple turnovers and, and turn the tide in this game. Certainly, uh, I don't expect the Giants to blow them out of the water. I'm expecting a close game at least. So, uh, love the fact that the Bears are getting three and a half here. All right, next game up, guys. We've got the Jags taking on the Eagles. The Eagles are six and a half point favorites at home here, with the over/under set at forty-seven and a half. Uh, Jags have been uh, one of the uh, surprise teams in the NFL through three weeks. They're coming in at two and one. Um, Adam, you pointed this out last week. Uh, you know, really, they would be undefeated if it not, weren't just for a couple, uh, you know, big plays from Wentz in Week One. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the uh, Jags really look good. Lawrence has looked great. They're running the ball well. Uh, Robinson, in particular, is is just uh, looking great coming off the Achilles injury. Uh, so that's great to see. Um, you know, and this Eagles team uh, has been extremely impressive as well. So, uh, you know, Hurts is quieting a lot of the critics here early. Um, for me, though, I just think... Um, Jaguars are getting uh, just too many points here for me to really pass it up. Um, this defense in particular has really impressed me. Great showing on the road last week um, against a banged-up Chargers team. But uh, um, I just think this defense is going to be able to keep this game relatively close. And the Jags' offense has shown me enough to, to tell me that they can stay in some of these games uh, and play with some of the better teams. Uh, in the league, so uh, I like the Jags here. I'm surprised that they're getting uh, six and a half. Uh, I expected this line to move uh, a little closer to the, the Jags' favor, but uh, uh, I'll I'll take it while I can get it. Give me the Jags plus six and a half here. Yeah, I'm with you. I like the Jags here. I don't know this Eagles team. Uh, this game just screams to me that it, it's going to be close. Um, Eagles have really. I mean, week one, the Lions came back a little bit, made it a close game, and I think they ended up covering. Um, but for, you know, most of the first three games, the Eagles have been out in front of their opponents pretty well and have been, haven't been have had too many, um, you know, 
high leverage plays. You know, they've been they've been in the lead and running the ball. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to jump out on this Jags team. Um, I, I think this one's going to be a battle for them, and I expect them to win. But uh, you know, I I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if this is a you know two three point victory for the Eagles. Uh, I, I I think the Jags cover here. Um, their defense is impressive. You know, I one of the better units in the league. Um, they proved that last week on the road. Um, big revenge spot here for uh, Doug Peterson going back to Philly. Um, he's gonna have the the boys fired up. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see this one. It, this is a real true test for the Eagles if they come out and cover this line. Uh, you got to start thinking about them as true Super Bowl contenders. Um, I I just think that, that this. This one, I don't know. I, I just got a feeling this one's going to be close. Eagles probably pull it out, but uh, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm interested to see this one probably as much as any other game. I I I I I, I, th- I think this one's going to be close. So yeah, I completely agree with you guys. You know, even just looking at this um, without even factoring in in any of the weather, you know, I thought this was way too many points for the Eagles. And you know, I'm, honestly, I been liking the eagles uh after week one um to uh you know they've been looking very impressive but when you factor in a little bit of wind maybe affecting the passing game a little bit a little light rain maybe um would it makes it seem like it's going to be um more favorable for the run game which um you know i i gotta say the jags Oh, absolutely. Yeah. James Robinson, he's been looking so good and way better than any, all of the Philly running backs combined. Um, not e- not even to mention this Jaguars run defense has been top of the league, whereas the Eagles, I mentioned they've been having a great secondary. Their run defense hasn't been as great. So, you know, I, I think the needle really swings in the favor of the Jaguars in this situation, and I think they could keep it close here. The six and a half points, that's way too much like you said Adam you know I, I I like this to be a close game um you know there could be a potential Jaguars upset eh, I don't know but um you know I, I like taking the points in the Jags here all right we're all in the Jags uh we'll see we'll see how it plays out uh but uh definitely they've uh they've covered in three games so far this year so we'll see if they can go for four four for four uh um, with uh helping out betters all right, uh, next up we've got the uh, Arizona Cardinals traveling out east to take on the Panthers. Panthers are a point-and-a-half favorites at home in this one uh, with the over-under set at 43. A uh, little bit of uh, rain expected for this one, uh, I assume, is some after-effects of Hurricane Ian. Um, Adam, why don't you start this one off? What are your thoughts in this game? Uh, yeah, I like the Cardinals here. I like a money line. I think they go into Carolina get the win. Um, you know, I mentioned it with the Saints earlier. The Panthers, you know, they they won by eight, but that I, that game was a lot closer uh, against the Saints than it than it probably should have been. If there's a team that is pat their passing game is, you know, in the ballpark of the Bears and how bad it's been, it's probably this Panthers passing game. Uh, they can't figure it out. They can't seem to get the ball to their best. Weapon and DJ Moore, um, you know, I, I, yeah, don't don't really understand the the offensive game plan for the for the Panthers so far this year because I, I think they have the playmakers. It's just um, you know not getting schemed up the right way, um, and and you could sort of say the same for the Cardinals. Honestly, that's probably why you're seeing this line at forty three. 
uh, which I thought was pretty low. Um, but I just have faith in the Cardinals. They've had much, much stronger opponents than the Panthers. Um, yeah, I, I think this is sort of a market correct game. Uh, I, I think the Cardinals come in and you know show that they're a much better team overall than the Panthers. Um, yeah, I'd be shocked if the Panthers, you know, blow out the Cardinals team. I think this is going to be close regardless. Um, so give me the team getting the points. I, I have a lot more faith in Kyler to get it done than uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, just I, I completely agree with what you said there. Yeah, um, you know, I, I, I get, it looks like the Browns are very right to move on from Faker Lamefield over <laughs> here. You're like he's he's not looking good whatsoever. You know, they Panthers really need to get Sam Darnold back and healthy. So to see if he could, uh, what he's got could bring to the table to this Panthers team because it's not looked good. Um, Panthers haven't even utilized Christian McCaffrey at, that well. You know, they've just been basically running him up the gut instead of doing what he's been very good at over the last couple of years, and that's getting him out in space and his pass-catching ability. Um, so I don't know what the Panthers are doing over there, but it's not working. Cardinals are getting slowly healthier from the start of the season. And it seemed like after this past week, um, they're starting to get things going. So I'm with you. I like the Cardinals here. Um, I don't think I'm confident enough to bet on it quite yet. Um, I think I need to see another week out of the Cardinals to just uh, see what they have. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cardinals here, but... uh... Admittedly, uh, I think I'm 0-3 bet the Cardinals right now. I haven't really been able to uh, to figure them out. Um, you know, they've uh, they've struggled a little bit offensively while they've missed some pieces, but uh, their run game has really struggled. Uh, they really haven't got the ball moving well on the ground. Um, so uh, while this over under at 43 might seem enticing to some over betters, um, for me, I, I I just think I. I gotta stay off that one, um, just because you know this Cardinals team hasn't shown that they can put up uh, a ton of points here, uh, at least early on in the season, um, like they did last year. But yeah, I mean you guys are right. Baker Baker hasn't looked great. This um, uh, Panthers offense really has been kind of uh, uh, they just really haven't looked good. And uh, as for the Panthers defense, I mean you could say they've looked decent so far this year but let's take a look at who they've played uh giants saints and browns um not exactly three world beating offenses so part of me is wondering if a little bit of this panthers uh uh defensive success uh is a bit of a mirage um i think the cardinals come out and they win this game uh kind of surprised to see them getting a point and a half uh i'll take the cardinals yeah, I'm actually jump making this confident for myself. <laughs> yeah, the this seems like a bad line. I I don't think the Panthers should be favored in this one, so I I'll take the Cardinals. All right, all on the cards. All on the it. cards. Uh, next game up. Uh, hopefully it's in the cards. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, next game up, guys. We've got the uh, Broncos taking on the Raiders. Raiders are two and a half point favorites at home here. With the over-under set at 45 and a half. Um, Robbie, why don't you start this one off? This was another one that kind of confused me. Uh, I'm not seeing why the Raiders should be favored by two and a half. If anything, I think it'd be closer to what that Panthers line is and point and a half. 
Um, I mean, granted, the Broncos haven't been that good, but maybe the, I, I feel like they're maybe starting to get it together. I mean, that San Francisco defense, it's, they're, they're a pretty solid unit, um, and they're, they're able to somehow manage out, sneak out a victory there. Um, I, th- I think they're start going to be starting to get on the right track. I just don't see this Raiders team um, just being able to really pull out their first victory against this Broncos. Um, I I just not seeing it. Is there there's something I'm missing here? Um, Adam, you got you got got anything I'm missing? Uh, you know I, I it's this is one I'm not gonna bet, but I. I the Raiders have talent on that team, and it's not like they've played bad in any of their losses. Um, you know, they've been in every single game. You know, even last week it came down to a two-point conversion that sent it in overtime, and they just couldn't capitalize. Um, they've been very, very close. I think they've played better than the Broncos, and the, the record's, you know, 2-1 and one versus 0-3. Oh um, not an indicator of, you know, the actual you know, level of team, team skill. And, uh, yeah, I, Raiders need this game flat out. Um, I think, you know, I think they come give it everything they got. Um, and I have not been impressed with, you know, the Broncos offense has been bad and I, and I expected it to get better. I, I'm not super concerned about that, but, um, yeah, I, I just think this is a spot here, um, where the Raiders are able to capitalize, um, you know, the one time we saw the Broncos on the road didn't look great. Um, they won their two home games barely. Uh, I I don't think this Broncos team's that good. I, I I like this Raiders team better long season long, and I, I think this game might might prove prove that. But um, you know, the more the more I'm talking to myself, I, I'm I'm pretty confident in the Raiders. I I'll, I'll put them as one of my confident picks. Is, Two and a half point favorites. That is something to say. Uh, a team that's hungry for a win, especially at home against a divisional rival. Uh, uh, I, I that was something that crossed my mind a little bit earlier today. Um, I just it's tough. It's, it's, it's it, tough. I, this is a game I'm not willing to bet. <laughs> these are two pretty volatile teams. Yeah, guys, I want no part of this. Uh, of this spread uh, two and a half is is pretty ugly to me. Um, I agree with you, Adam. I mean, the Raiders, when you watch them, you swear that they're um, they're playing decent. Uh, kind of the, the troubling thing with them is they just cannot seem to get the ball going uh, on the ground. Uh, their rushing attack has really struggled. It's putting a lot on uh, Derek Carr's shoulders. But really, I mean, they were bad turnover uh loss uh in that game to the cardinals they should have won that 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 was an improbable loss um really should have um you know put out a better effort uh against uh tennessee last week i i've been kind of surprised that the raiders are are owing three but like you said adam i mean they've got a lot of talent um that said though uh the reason i'm going with the broncos here is um i was Thoroughly impressed with the way that their defense played um, at home uh, on Sunday Night Football against that uh, Niners team. Um, their defensive line was causing absolute mayhem, and and Carr has been under a significant amount of pressure uh, early on this season, and um, I think it will uh, continue. Um, and I think that that this Broncos team, you know, 
can cover this spread of, of two and a half. I, I expect a close game. Wouldn't surprise me if the Raiders won here. Uh, but I, I like the Broncos getting the two and a half points. So, um, again, this isn't a game I feel confident in. Uh, we'll be staying off, but uh, I'll, I'll take the Broncos. All right, next up, guys, we've got the uh, Patriots taking on the Packers. Packers are 10-point favorites at home here with the over-under at 40. Doesn't look like Mac Jones is going to play. Uh, likely to see, uh, looks like Brian Hoyer at this point. Um, and, uh, you know, that's kind of the reasoning behind the 10-point uh, line here for the Pack. But, um, Robbie, why don't you start this one off? Yeah, this should be a game where Packers in Lambeau shouldn't have any issues to getting the win out of. Um, I don't see any issue in that. It's uh, this 10-point spread right now um that's got me a little uh, shaky on them i mean i'm gonna side with the packers it looks like uh lazard and uh dubes um you know uh it, it looks like they're starting to step up as they're as aaron Rodgers' go-to guys right now for the season which you know was a big question mark coming in and you know it's been a little tough going for that packers offense to start the season um but uh, yeah, the Packers losing or the Patriots losing Mac Jones and handful of other injuries um, too. Um, that's um, I can't think off the top of my head. I don't know. If I, am, Jim, I don't think Jacoby Myers practiced today. That's who I'm mostly thinking of. Thank you. Um, you know, it it just seems like it's going to be tough sledding for this Patriots team. Um, but you know, it, it again. You know, I just can't believe that. Packers just completely blowing them out. So I think this is a good line. Um, I think double digits is going to be tough for the Packers, but I will side with them in this. Yeah, I'm 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 loving to pack minus ten here. Um, you know, last week their defense really stepped up and showed showed what they're capable of. Um, limiting Fournette, I think only thirty five yards rushing, and he, he was this. Uh, you know, he was. They needed to run the ball to Bucks to win that game, and and um, Packers stopped them, um, which I thought was pretty impressive. Um, and I think they can do the same here against a Patriots team that's a hundred percent going to lean on the run um, with Brian Hoyer at the helm. Um, offensive side for the pack, you know, they're, they're figuring it out in the past game. Um, you saw last week, Lamar sort of do at will what he wanted to with this Pat's defense, which, um, was a little surprising to me. I thought that that Patriots defense had a little bit more in them, but, uh, did definitely didn't look good last week, um, in a home game. And I don't, I don't know if the, you know, I just see this one as a possible letdown scenario for this Pat's team. And, I don't know where they're going to get their points if, if they can't run the ball. Um, yeah, I, I just, you know, I, this one's a low, I see a low scoring game, but I, I also see that the Packers can cover this 10 points. Um, pretty confident in this one. This one could get ugly and ugly to watch. Yeah. You know, I, I don't love, uh, the Packers lay in 10 here, but, um, you know, I, I think it beats the alternative. I just, you factor in a backup quarterback um, coming in and throwing to really no-name players. Um, what what's going to be his best Devontae option? Devontae Parker. He had a huge week last week. Devontae, out of nowhere. Yeah, Devontae Parker. Uh, I mean, like Hunter Henry. Uh, he's kind of washed. Like, is Jacoby Myers going to play? It just 
it just doesn't look like the Patriots are going to have the firepower to uh, hang in there with this game. Adam, you kind of hit the nail on the head. Their key to success to win this game would have been to really control the ball on the ground and dominate uh, and control time possession uh, via the running game. But um, we saw a much better team um, in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home last week try to do the exact same formula, and they couldn't do it. Um, And the Packers dominated that game. I don't even think that game was as close as the score looked. Um, I thought the Packers dominated that one. So um, I'll, I'll take the pack here, lay in the 10, but don't feel great about it. It's just it's a lot of points when they, I don't think their play style is really conducive to them trying to beat the hell out of teams. Yeah, it looks like they're going to get Jair and Alexander, Christian Watson back. They got Bakhtiari back last week. Uh, Packers team that's getting healthier. Yep. All right, Sunday night football, guys. It's the Chiefs taking on the Buccaneers. Bucks are two-point underdogs at home here. Uh, with the over-under set at 45. Uh, guys, I mean, the Chiefs coming off a tough loss uh, on the road in Indianapolis. Uh, they shouldn't have lost that game, but uh, special teams kind of got in the way there. And then the Bucks, I mean, they're kind of reeling right now. Um, I think long-term they'll be okay, but they're dealing with a lot of injuries, um, really leaning on the defense in the running game to uh, keep them in games. Um I'm going to take the Bucks here plus the two points. Um, I just think they're, they're going to have a little bit more success on the ground than they had uh, with Green Bay. Um, you know, key thing with this game, obviously, is where is it's being played. Um, NFL currently trying to decide right now if, if Tampa's going to be suitable uh, to host this game. Um, going to have to see how the hurricane plays out. So keep an eye on that maybe the bucks lose a little bit of the home field advantage but i think even if this game is at a neutral site um i think you're gonna see maybe this line get to bucks plus three but i don't i don't see it moving more than that um so i'll I'll take the bucks plus the two assuming it's played in tampa and if it gets to plus three uh in a neutral site i'll take them i just think they're gonna be able to keep this game close by uh dominate the ball uh, and, and uh, run the ball well. Oh, this, this is going to be a tough one. Yeah, obviously where this is going to be played is going to be a, a huge factor in it. Um, yeah, like, like you said, the Bucks have just been a little struggling, but, you know, it's a primetime game, and I, I don't know if you could doubt Tom Brady in t- primetime. Yeah. Um, then again, that was the same logic I had last year when he played against Mac Jones and uh, didn't turn out too well for him. But uh, I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs in this one. I, I don't feel great about this game, to be honest. Um, I, I think the Chiefs' offensive firepower is just going to be a little bit too much for this Buccaneers defense, as good as they are. Um, but, um, you know, if it does get played at a different location, maybe that gets a spark it needs for the Bucs. Uh, I'm not entirely <laughs> sure. Uh, this is this is a tough one for me. Uh, I think we're in for a good, pretty good Sunday night game, though. Yeah, I'm, uh, this is a tough one for me too. Uh, I, I I think I'm going to take the Chiefs, um, but I don't feel as confident as I, I probably would just because that that Bucks defense this year has been damn impressive. Um, in every one of their games, they've limited the offense, both passing and running. Um, so I I'm a little worried that the Chiefs aren't going to be the juggernaut on the offensive side that, um, you know, they're capable of. And I know this Bucks team is uh, banged up, 
but uh, they're slowly, like uh, just like a couple other teams, slowly getting healthier. Godwin practiced today, as did Julio Jones. Mike Evans is going to be back from the suspension. So uh, their pieces are going to come back uh, eventually, and, and you know I, this offense is going to go on to match what their defense is capable of. But I think the Chiefs are catching them in a real good time here um, with them, you know, barely just getting back to healthy and, and being in flux with the home situation in Tampa Bay with the hurricane. Um, so I'm, I'm only in the chiefs here. Uh, don't feel great about it. Super Bowl rematch two years ago. So it should be, should be a good one. I, I think chiefs might try to get a little revenge on good old Tom Brady here. Why they got the chance. Yep. Uh, I do be. like the, uh, the under in this game under 45. I, I have a tough time seeing both offenses really get going. Yeah, I mean, um, saw the Chiefs offense really kind of struggle on the road uh, last week against the Colts, uh, who hadn't really looked that impressive defensively. Uh, and even uh, two weeks ago against the Chargers, uh, Chiefs offense didn't look great either. So um, I think Mahomes is still trying to figure out um, – who his go-to target is on the outside um, uh, at the wide receiver position. Okay, guys, Monday Night Football. It's the Rams taking on the 49ers. Niners are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home here over under at 42. Uh, Rams coming off a good victory uh, on the road last week against the Cardinals. Uh, And the Niners, uh, again, had that uh, tough loss on Sunday Night Football against the Broncos on the road. Um, guys, I just... Uh, pretty concerning uh, performance out of the Niners uh, once uh, Trent Williams went out. Um, was kind of surprised to see them open up at uh, two and a half. Or really, it opened up at two, and it's moved to two and a half. Um, I just think the Rams here is pretty good value. These teams play close games. Uh, love getting the Rams here, getting some points. Um, I think, uh, you know, saw some good things out of the Rams last week against the Cardinals. They're starting to spread the ball out a little bit more. Um, you know, starting to see, uh, that offensive line open up more holes for Henderson and Akers as well. Uh, I just think the Rams are going to come to play here and, um, you know, I, I got to see that this, uh, this 49ers O-line can get push, uh, now that, the Williams is out because, I mean, they looked awful uh, as soon as he left that game last week. So uh, feel pretty good about the Rams plus two and a half here. I think um, overall at this point, given the injury situation, and um, I I think they're just the better team. So surprised to see them getting uh, some points here. So uh, I'm going to – I'm going to be on the Niners here. I, I don't feel great about this one, um, mostly because of the Trent Williams situation. I do do think, um, do if I recall correctly, they did were without uh, Trent Williams in Week 18 last year against the Rams, and Niners ended up winning that game. Um, granted, I think it was kind of a fluky ending, if I remember correctly. Um, but... Uh, one stat that I saw that kind of popped out to me, uh, which is why I'm leaning the Niners, is that the 49ers under uh, Jimmy G and uh, Kyle Shanahan, um, following a loss, they are nine and one, which is very impressive. Um, which else? And this is since 2017, 
um, which also shows uh, how frequently Jimmy G has been hurt in the, that time span. Um, but that's still very impressive. Um, this Niners team, especially with with Kyle Shanahan, they know how to bounce back. Um, and so I, especially if they get a spot at home against a divisional opponent, I think they could be able to do that here. This this Niners defense has been playing very well. Um, and, uh, you know, I just don't think the Rams are going to be quite up for it. So, so I'm going to lean Niners, but, uh, probably not betting this. Yeah. I'm going to lean the Niners too. Um, I just think that, you know, we've seen this Rams team sort of struggle, on the offensive side so far this year and 49ers at home, their defense. Uh, I, I think that, you know, I don't think that's gonna, um, I don't think they're going to have a breakout offensive performance, um, you know, on a primetime game in San Francisco. Uh, I, I, I just have faith in the, the 49ers team to get right. They, they were the better team last, last Sunday night. They should have won. Um, I think the game plan from Kyle Shanahan was, questionable at best um you know they were had they had success running the ball they sort of went away from it and put the game in uh jimmy g's hands and it didn't work out so i I think this week they uh sort of stick to the run um try to get debo the ball more in space or behind the line of scrimmage um and try to limit the the amount of you know downfield passing that jimmy g does um and they're going to have to because I don't think he's going to have the time to sit in the pocket and pick apart this defense. But, um, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm just going to take the the home team here, getting um, giving up two and a half, but I, I think they win by a field goal or more. All right, guys. Uh, quick recap then of the lead pipe blocks for, for the week. Um, we've got Adam, you're on Bears' money line. Robbie, Saints plus three as they go abroad. And then I'm going to be on the Jets plus three and a half in Pittsburgh this week. Um, let's try to figure out a parlay here, guys, for the week. Um, games that we're all on the same team. We're all on Saints plus three uh, in the London game. We're all on the Titans uh, plus three in Indianapolis. We are all on the Falcons plus one and a half uh, at home against the Browns. We are all on the Bears plus three and a half uh, in uh, New York. We are all on the Jags plus six and a half in Philadelphia. And we are all on the Cardinals uh, plus one and a half in Carolina. And then we're all on the Pack uh, plus or minus 10 at home against that Patriots team. Uh, what, what jumps off the page at you guys here? Um, the only one I feel good about most of those. The only ones I, I wouldn't feel good about are the Falcons and the Titans. I'm good with. I'm pretty much good with all the other ones. Any of them? I'm admittedly not nuts about the Saints. Um, feel good about the Bears. Seemed like we we felt pretty good about the Cardinals, to be honest, as we were talking through that. Um, although that scares me a little bit because they just. Uh, as much as the Panthers have underperformed, the Cardinals have kind of been meh too. Um, Jags? Uh, yeah, I like the Jags. I still think six and a half is too much um, for the Jags to be given up. Robbie, what do you think? I, I was uh, thinking just based on what we're talking about, uh, those three in a row that we – the Bears, Jags, Cardinals. Um, it, it seems like we're all 
pretty good on that one. Um, Do we want Cardinals money line? Cardinals one and a half. Uh, Let's just stick with the one and a half. Just I don't think it cover, matters too much it. to be honest. Uh, yeah, it could. So <laughs> it could. I mean, let's let's see what the difference is. Uh, so it, one and a half is uh, minus one thirteen. Money line is plus one hundred two. So not a huge difference. Probably just take the point, which yeah. should be a close game. Yeah, especially since it's probably going to be lower scoring. Um, just basing basing on this over under, and it probably will be lower scoring. You know, just just a little act. Added security. I like it. Taking three teams getting points. So Bears, Jags, Cardinals, road teams getting points. Yep. Okay. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. We're doing it. All right, guys. Well, that'll do it for uh, this week's episode. Thanks again for tuning in. Uh, We'll be back next week uh, with our week five preview episode. Um, <laughs> a little uh, technical difficulty. The outro had a little jet lag. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll be recording next week's episode on Tuesday, so we will see you then.